Welcome to St. Helena Ministries Daily Prayer with the Divine Office. Today is the feast of the conversion of St. Paul, Apostle. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massa they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Your hand, O Lord, has guided your church from age to age. The wondrous tale is written so clearly on each page. Our fathers praised your goodness, and we their deeds record. And both to this bear witness, one church, one faith, one Lord. Your heralds brought glad tidings to greatest and to least. They told all men to hasten to share the great king's feast. And this was all their teaching in every deed and word, to all alike proclaiming one church, one faith, one Lord. Through many days of darkness, through many scenes of strife, the faithful few fought bravely to guard the Christian life. Their gospel of redemption, sin pardoned, man restored, was all in this enfolded, one church, one faith, one Lord. Your mercy will not fail us, nor leave your work undone. With all your strength to help us, the victory shall be won. And then by men and angels, your name shall be adored, and this shall be their anthem, one church, one faith, one Lord. Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. You harm only yourself by kicking against the goad. Psalm 19 The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. You harm only yourself by kicking against the goad. Go, Ananias, and seek out Saul, who is praying to me. He is the one I have chosen to make my name known to the Gentiles and their kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords, they aim bitter words like arrows, to shoot at the innocent from ambush, shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course, they conspire to lay secret snares. They say, Who will see us? Who can search our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue has brought them to ruin, and all who seek them mock. Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Go, Ananias, and seek out Saul, who is praying to me. He is the one I have chosen to make my name known to the Gentiles and their kings as well as to the people of Israel. Paul went into the synagogues and proclaimed to the Jews that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. The many coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All peoples see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed. Those who boast of their worthless gods, all you spirits, worship him. Sion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just, and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Paul went into the synagogues and proclaimed to the Jews that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He is slow to anger and full of compassion. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. I assure you, brothers, the gospel I proclaimed to you is no mere human invention. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I schooled in it. It came by revelation from Jesus Christ. You have heard, I know, the story of my former way of life in Judaism. You know that I went to extremes in persecuting the Church of God and trying to destroy it. I made progress in Jewish observance far beyond most of my contemporaries in my excess of zeal to live out all the traditions of my ancestors. But the time came when he who had set me apart before I was born and called me by his favor chose to reveal his son to me, that I might spread among the Gentiles the good tidings concerning him. Immediately, without seeking human advisors or even going to Jerusalem, to see those who were apostles before me, I went off to Arabia. Later I returned to Damascus. Three years after that, I went up to Jerusalem to get to know Cephas, with whom I stayed fifteen days. 
I did not meet any other apostles except James, the brother of the Lord. I declare before God that what I have just written is true. Therefore, I entered the regions of Syria and Sicilia. The communities of Christ in Judea had no idea what I looked like. They had only heard that he who was formerly persecuting us is now preaching the faith he tried to destroy. And they gave glory to God on my account. The Word of the Lord. The gospel which I preached to you is not a human message. I did not receive it through any man, but from our Lord Jesus Christ who revealed it to me. As surely as Christ's truth is in me, I have preached the gospel to you. I did not receive it through any man, but from our Lord Jesus Christ who revealed it to me. A reading from a homily by St. John Chrysostom, the bishop. Paul, more than anyone else, has shown us what man really is, and in what our nobility consists, and of what virtue this particular animal is capable. Each day he aimed even higher, each day he rose up with greater ardor and faced with new eagerness the dangers that threatened him. He summed up his attitude in the words, I forget what is behind me and push on to what lies ahead. When he saw death imminent, he bade others share his joy. Rejoice and be glad with me, and when danger, injustice, and abuse threatened, he said, I am content with weakness, mistreatment, and persecution. These he called the weapons of righteousness, thus telling us that he derived immense profit from them. Thus, amid the traps set for him by his enemies, with exultant heart he turned their every attack into a victory for himself. Constantly beaten, abused, and cursed, he boasted of it as though he were celebrating a triumphal procession and taking trophies home, and offered thanks to God for it all. Thanks be to God who is always victorious in us. This is why he was far more eager for the shameful abuse that his zeal in preaching brought upon him than we are for the most pleasing honors, more eager for death than we are for life, for poverty than we are for wealth. He yearned for toil far more than others yearn for rest after toil. The one thing he feared, indeed dreaded, was to offend God. Nothing else could sway him. Therefore, the only thing he really wanted was always to please God. The most important thing of all to him, however, was that he knew himself to be loved by Christ. Enjoying this love, he considered himself happier than anyone else, were he without it, it would be no satisfaction to be the friend of principalities and powers. He preferred to be thus loved, and be the least of all, or even to be among the damned, than to be without that love and among the great and honored. To be separated from that love was, in his eyes, the greatest and most extraordinary of torments. The pain of that loss would alone have been hell, and endless, unbearable torture. So, too, in being loved by Christ, he thought of himself as possessing life, the world, the angels, present and future, the kingdom, the promise and countless blessings. Apart from that love, nothing saddened or delighted him, for nothing earthly did he regard as bitter or sweet. Paul set no store by the things that fill our visible world, any more than a man sets value on the withered grass of the field. As for tyrannical rulers or the people enraged against him, he paid them no more heed than gnats. Death itself and pain, and whatever torments might come, were but child's play to him, providing that thereby he might bear some burden for the sake of Christ. 
God was merciful to me, because in my unbelief I acted in ignorance. The abundant grace of our Lord was poured out on me, and gave me the faith and love which are ours through union with with Christ Jesus. I am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. The abundant grace of our Lord was poured out on me, and gave me the faith and love which are ours through union with Christ Jesus. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father, all creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world the Holy Church acclaims you, Father of of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us, with your saints, to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Let us pray. God our Father, you taught the gospel to all the world through the preaching of Paul your apostle. May we who celebrate his conversion to the faith follow him in bearing witness to your truth. We ask through through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks. Thank you for praying with us today. Don't forget to join us for our Sunday Rosary live stream. It is at 6 p.m. Eastern Time every Sunday on our YouTube channel. The link is in the description. If this podcast is blessing you, please prayerfully consider supporting our ministry. You can do this in a few ways. First, share it with your friends and family. It is available on most of the major platforms. If you can support us financially, please go to our website at stheleninaministries.com and click the coffee cup in the lower right corner of the window. That link is in the episode description as well. Thirdly, please pray for us and know of our continuing prayers for you. Have a blessed day.